Good morning, everyone. Welcome to The Journey this week. My name's Jude Hennessy, and we are just a week out from Christmas Day. And I hope the year is winding down well for you. I know a number of people who would have potentially already finished their working year and are leading into Christmas with a nice break. Perhaps you're like me, someone who's continuing right through until the end of uh, this week, leading into what will be a, a Christmas Day next Sunday. And in this last week of Advent, we've got a well, what I think is a really wonderful show from some, some great people. We're really blessed with the, uh, the presenters that we've got that contribute to this show, which comes to you out of the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong. The journey goes right around Australia. It's a great privilege and honour for us to be able to contribute to the wonderful thing that is Christian radio. And a big cheerio and thank you and vote of thanks to all of our partnering radio stations who take the show each and every week we uh, we love bringing it to you it blesses blesses all of you good people and all of your listeners wherever you're listening in from and including people who listen in via podcast or get this show sent to them via email each and every week as i often say you can check us out at jcr.org.au you can uh, sign up and get it sent to you or you can do what most people do listen in each and every week by their local Christian radio station, a number of them repeat it midweek too. So uh, I hope you've got the opportunity to really sit down and listen to some of these great people who we've got presenting to you today. You're going to be hearing from Father Mike Delaney. God in the Everyday is his is his God spot, is his segment. He's got a piece called Great Expectations for us today. We're going to hear a piece written by Sister Anastasia Reeves for the Advent series Incarnate, and that's going to be. Read by Sister Monica Barlow from the Josephites. She works she works with us here in the Office of Evangelization and Renewal in the Diocese of Wollongong. And Sister Anastasia's message for us in this last week of Advent is The Lord is with you. Sister Magdalene Ma has contributed to the show this week too. She's from down in the, the Abbey as well with, with Mother Hilda Scott. He's got a, a beautiful reflection and story all about inviting God in. No matter what's happened or what's going on in your life, inviting him into your heart and into your life. But to kick off the show, we're going to hear from Father Christopher Sarkis. He's the parish priest out at Rose Meadow Parish, which is in southwestern Sydney, not far from Campbelltown. Beautiful church and wonderful community that he's got out there. And he's giving us the gospel reflection this week that he's entitled Deep and Abiding Faith. And it's a reflection on Matthew 1, 18 to 24, our, our last Sunday reading before we head into the joyful reading that we'll have next week, Sunday, which will be Christmas Day. So lots to get through on the show. Some great music too. There's some wonderful artists that you're going to be hearing right throughout the show. Lots of Advent-themed, expectant hymns and worship song leading into this, this beautiful and wonderful, wondrous incarnation of Jesus Christ our Lord at Christmas time. Let's get into it. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy and so glad you've joined us this week on The Journey. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. This is how Jesus Christ came to be born. His mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they came to live together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a man of honour and wanting to spare her publicity, decided to divorce her informally. He had made up his mind to do this when the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because she has conceived what is in her by the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you must name him Jesus, because he is the one 
who is to save his people from their sins. Now all this took place to fulfill the words spoken by the Lord through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, a name which means God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had told him to do. He took his wife to his home. The Gospel of the Lord. And now, the Gospel Reflection with Father Chris Sarkis. St. Matthew's account of Jesus' birth emphasizes two things. The deep and abiding faith of Mary and Joseph, and that the child born of her would save his people from their sins. As we come to the end of Advent, let's think about these two things. It was through Mary's docile obedience and complete fidelity to God's will that enabled the Saviour to become incarnate in her immaculate womb. Her fiat, yes, in faith and trust, made it possible for Jesus to be born in human flesh and for us to be forgiven, saved and redeemed. Mary's total self-surrender wordlessly shows us what it means to be a true disciple of Christ. Today, where many seem to talk the talk, but not so much walk the walk, we need to remind ourselves of this most basic lesson of faith and discipleship. St. Joseph, the chaste and strong spouse of Mary, also in total and complete obedience to God's will, said yes to another angel and took Mary as his wife and became the earthly guardian of the Son of God, enabling the incarnate word to be legitimately accepted as the son of the carpenter, spending the rest of his life as faithful spouse, loving foster father and protective provider of the Holy Family. We, who claim to be disciples of Jesus Christ, are also called to say yes to God's will for our lives. We may, like St. Joseph and Our Lady, feel unworthy, frightened and uncertain, but the only important question really is whether we will, in faith and trust, say yes to whatever God asks of us in our lives. The rest doesn't really matter because it is up to him. A blessed and happy Christmas to all. You're listening to The Journey, music, interviews and wisdom for living life to the full.
Listening to The Journey, music, interviews and wisdom for living life to the full. Now, Wisdom from the Abbey with Mother Hilda. As sometimes happens at our Abbey, we get the chance to see the odd DVD. In the main, it's usually a detective thing and we sit there trying to work out who done it, helping each other along with the clues. And most of those are usually wrong. We were watching a Father Brown mystery recently. A man had been murdered and, of course, suspicion fell on his wife, Ruth. It turned out that a few years earlier she'd become pregnant and was quite sick. Her husband, a doctor, recommended these tablets that he was certain would help. The end result was that their little girl was born severely deformed. The husband couldn't cope and, wracked with guilt, ran away leaving his wife to face this on her own. She loved her little girl dearly and called her Estelle. After a couple of months, the baby died. No one had ever known that she even existed. So close was the veil of secrecy around her. She was buried in the back garden without a Christian burial or even a gravestone. This poor woman was consumed with grief. Father Brown naturally found out all about this in the course of his investigations. He also solved the murder, and you'll be glad to know it wasn't the wife who killed him. In the last scene, Father Brown is talking to Ruth. 
and bit by bit her steely control begins to crack. In the midst of her grief-filled sobs, she said, Don't try and tell me that God did this because he wanted to bring something good out of it, that he wanted to give my baby a better life. I don't want a God like that. There was a moment of silence, and then Father Brown said very gently, I don't know why God allowed this, and I don't know why it had to be this way. I don't know what he had in mind, but I do know that God knows what it's like to lose a child. God knows what it's like to be left bereft of all comfort, and I do know that if you open your heart to him and let him in, you'll find Estelle again. Father Brown's advice is sound. No matter what has happened, you need only open your heart and invite God in. Actually tell him that you want him to take up residence in the deepest part of your grief or loss or whatever it is. Then let him bring you the comfort you so sorely need. It isn't hard and it doesn't take any fancy words or formula. Just did it. Ruth did find Estelle again. And this is just not a DVD. I promise you'll find what you've lost too. Well, thanks to Mother Hilda Scott there. She's had a few of these little reflections on that show, Father Brown. Often triggers some great thoughts for her. And she entitled that piece, I Don't Want a God Like That. And Mother Hilda's message was about inviting God in to take up residence in the deepest part of grief or loss or uncertainty, whatever it is. Thank you to Mother Hilda Scott there. Thanks too to Father Chris, who, who spoke about really poignantly in his uh, gospel reflection in the first part of the show, Mary's yes in faith, in her response to the angel Gabriel in that, uh, that Annunciation event. We've already heard from Christafari, the angel Gabriel, great song. Here's Ellie Holcomb, Hope is Alive, and after the break, not only will we be hearing some more good music from Matt Ma, but we're going to be hearing a reflection written by Sister Magdalene Ma, also from the Abbey, from Jamboree Abbey, where Mother Hilda Scott is from, who we hear from every week. Well, we'll be hearing the words of Sister Magdalene Ma. That's coming up after a bit more music and, and a little bit of a break. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy, and thanks for joining us on The Journey.
on the journey faith hope and love for life in all its fullness Let there be peace. 
Let it start in me. Let there be peace. Let it start in me. The first of our extra Advent reflections is for this Monday, the 19th of December, and it's written by Sister Magdalene Mather. Our God is a God of surprises, as the readings reveal for Monday. To the mother of Samson and Zechariah, the father of John, an angel appears who upends their life with the unlikely news that a child will be born to them. When Zechariah quite reasonably questions the announcement of the angel, after all, he and Elizabeth are beyond the usual age of childbearing, the angel admonishes him to listen. From that point, Zechariah experiences an imposed silence where he is literally speechless. Unable to get the loud voice of his expectations and judgments to get in the way of the will of God, he is a listening witness to that unfolding in their lives. It might be expected that they would give the child a family name, but a different name is to be given. It also might be expected that John being of a priestly family, would follow his father and serve in the temple. No, again. John is to be a prophet, speaking truth to the powers of the day and standing outside the traditional religious practices. Consider your life and how your expectations have been upended, especially in these last years of pandemic. We might have expected to stay healthy, to stay employed, to retire, to own our own home, to travel, and any one or all of these may have not eventuated. How do you keep your silence enough to hear the voice of God saying to you in the circumstances of your life, do not be afraid, listen deeply to my presence and action within you, and see what wonders will be born. Let us pray. Lord, Help me to listen and be a witness to your loving presence and action in the circumstances of my life today. Amen. Well, thanks very much to Max Norton there, who uh, gave us the words written by Sister Magdalene Ma for our Advent series, Incarnate, which is being used by tens of thousands of people around Australia, around the world, as a daily journey through the scriptures towards Christmas Day. And a good explanation of what it means to embrace and trust God in the midst of uncertainty and the uh, experience of Zechariah, the father of, of John the Baptist. Do not be afraid. We hear that word time and time again in Scripture, don't we? It's for us as well. And so thank you to, to Max, but thank you especially to Sister Magdalene Ma for her insights that she's provided us via the Incarnate Advent Series. Coming up now, Matt Redman, a beautiful song, Joy to the World. After the break, you're going to be hearing from Sister Anastasia Reeves, the Lord is with you is her message for us this week. That's after the break. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy. We're in the last week of Advent leading towards Christmas. Thanks for joining us on the journey.
Breaking up the promise Come, oh come Emmanuel A light of glory filled the sky And we heard the angel cry
Faith, hope, love and life. This is The Journey. Now, our second Advent reflection. Sister Anastasia Reeves' reflection for December 20. Luke chapter 1, verses 28 to 30, read by Sister Monica Barlow. An angel appears unexpectedly in a little-known village in Palestine to an equally unknown young woman. No wonder Mary was a little afraid. We all experience fear, albeit in very different ways, which can sometimes be paralyzing. However, as Pope Benedict XVI has explained, ordered fear can actually be liberating. We may fear ordinary but genuinely difficult things, such as long-term illness, unemployment, and so on. We sometimes fear things that, in the light of truth and growing maturity, are unfounded, such as a childhood fear of the dark. More fundamentally, within our culture of materialistic atheism, we can experience an inner fear about our very being. Why do I exist? What is my purpose? If there is nothing beyond the material world, then we fear that this life, my life, is absurd. However, Pope Benedict suggests that the solution is a healthy fear of God, not a terrified submission to a whimsical or vengeful deity, but a trusting respect for God who is love, holds everything in existence, and invites us into an eternal destiny of freedom and peace. This exemplified by the Blessed Mother who trusts in God's loving plan for her. In complete freedom, she responds by giving her whole self to him, and so enters into a future so grand she could never have imagined it, to be the Mother of God and a conduit of salvation for the whole world. Mary, pray that I might have a healthy fear of our loving God, so that by His grace I can bravely enter more fully into His eternal plan for me, just as you did. Amen. Well, that was the voice of Sister Monica Barlow who is reading for us the Advent series Reflection from Incarnate from Sister Anastasia Reeves, And the message is the Lord is with you. Good message about fear and how it can grip our lives. And even getting fear of God just wrongly imagined in our minds and in our hearts. And great message that she she mentions the words of Pope Benedict there, that a healthy fear of God, one that's trusting and understanding God's awesomeness and how he holds everything in existence, is a really powerful reframing of who God is for so many people. So many people have that, that wrong image of God and, and fear of the Lord is, is actually a great gift and great blessing because it's all about awe. It's all about responding with trust and reverence to the Lord. So that was a great message there from, from Sister Anastasia Reeves. Coming up now, here's Keith and Kristen Getty, Sing We the Song of Emmanuel. After the break, we're going to be hearing from the wonderful Father Mike Delaney. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy and 
We're getting near the end, but you're still on the journey. Sing me the song of Emmanuel. Sing me the song of Emmanuel. This the Christ who was long foretold.
together on the journey. Faith, hope and love for life in all its fullness. And now, seeing God in life's everyday events, here's Father Mike Delaney. Each week I join with some men from the USA as part of an online small group associated with the Church of the Nativity in Timonium, Maryland. Their parish makes available a small group message video based on the Sunday homily of the previous weekend for, at the last count, over 2,500 parishioners who make up their small groups program that meet weekly. Their current message series at the time of recording this Godspot is Redirecting Root and it focuses on expectations with a whole swag of questions that provide pathways for the small group to explore. One of the first questions, but it's applicable to all aspects of daily living, is what are your expectations for whatever? Some of you might remember that last year I went on a wine tour with two friends up the east coast of Tasmania. In fact, I was able to produce three episodes from my God in the Everyday God Spot from that trip. Well, I've just got back from the 2022 version of that same road trip. We started off, three of us again leaving from Hobart and another friend joined us from Launceston. Before heading to the first rhinery, we registered at the accommodation place and then made a short detour to an oyster shack to buy some oysters to take with us on the trip. I'd read a few weeks earlier that these two places were combining as part of the East Coast wine experience, so I thought that I'd go with their suggestions. The wine tasting at our first centre was excellent and after consuming the oysters we purchased some wines and headed off to the second venue, sadly to find that it was closed for a private function that day, so then we headed for the third of our planned stops. This vineyard is another of my favourite places and we had a great experience with the winemaker spending some quality time with us. He talked about the past season and how the wines were developing as well as some hints for the current vintage that they've just produced. We decided to visit the winery, which would have been the first stop on day two on our way back to our accommodation. This place has been greatly developed since last year, and I hope it was just because we were late in the day, but we were simply given the tasting paddles with little comment. Last year, the conversation with the staff at that place had been quite enlightening, so this year was a little disappointing. Now I have to admit that I'm not really a great planner and when I organise things there are always gaps, albeit minor, that frustrate me when they don't work out. I'm not sure however that I recognise or acknowledge that these are expectations. Because some things didn't work out as well as last year, I had felt a little bit deflated. Now people still shared about other places we could visit and we had suggestions about different wines at other wineries we might like to try. It amazes me when people are trying to make a living in their own little space, but are quite prepared to support their neighbours. There were some things that were actually better. Our accommodation was improved, and our visit to the Oyster Shack was definitely a highlight. But going back to the question from earlier, what are your expectations for whatever? Well, I have to admit that I don't always acknowledge what my expectations might be, and so I can sometimes wander through life without making time to stop and reflect. So I ask the question, what expectations do you have for today, 
and how will they impact what's happening in your life? I think my big learning from this wine trip is to being to recognise something I should have known a long time ago, that I really do have expectations. But having expectations is only part of the story. I actually need to spend some time reflecting on the outcomes rather than just rushing off to the next thing to do and forget what I've actually learnt. Deserts and oceans, the darkness 
We the Kingdom, Christmas Day, live from Chris Tomlin. Love it. And that's what we'll be celebrating this time next week, Christmas Day, next week's show. I forget the journey will be coming right the way through Christmas and the New Year period. And great to hear from Father Mike Delaney there. God in the everyday, great expectations. A bit of a tour he was doing on, a, on some break time down there and, and his discussion about expectations and not just rushing from one thing to another, having expectations for a day and also some time for reflection on the impact of your experiences and reflection on those experiences and how they're molding you in your life. Thank you so much to, to Father Mike Delaney there, to all of our presenters actually. Great to, to have inputs from Sister Anastasia Reeves, from Sister Magdalene Ma, Mother Hilda Scott from down in the Abbey and, and right at the top of the show from Father Chris Sarkis who broke open the gospel this week for us. Deep and abiding faith was a theme right through today's show, faith and trust. Hope you have a great week. Don't let yourself be bombarded, bamboozled by anything or, or pushed beyond your limits by the expectations of, of the world and society. Make sure that you're entering into this season with a, with a great prayerfulness and try to embrace the peace that this season is all about. We'll be doing it all again next week, which will be Christmas Day, and can't wait to bring you the show for Christmas Day. Faith, hope, love and life, my name's Jude Hennessy, and thanks for joining us this week. You've been on The Journey. The Journey is presented by Jude Hennessy and produced by Max Norton from the Office of the Bishop in the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong.